Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome everybody back to Chairgating, your local source for all college sports. Talk about last week's, next week's games, and some more fun stuff. All right, let's get into it. So let's start off like we always do, recapping some of last week's games. Yeah, let's just go right into it. We'll start with that Thursday night game, Texas at Iowa State. You're real high on those Cyclones. Well, you know I got to stay high on my Cyclones. Yeah, the offense did not look as good as you were you were describing. No. Although, I mean, um, Texas defense. I'd I think it's safe to say that they're they're back. Yeah, you called it. You said their defense was getting better each week, and they really proved that. Their offense still looks super shaky, but Very they, suspect. it's hard to tell who's better, their their freshman or Bouchelle at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sam Ellinger, I think that, that freshman from Westlake. Uh, I think he's probably gonna get some more chances because Sam Shane Bouchelle, outside of his his debut last year against Notre Dame, has really kind of underwhelmed. And I honestly think he just kind of gained enough capital against the Irish last year that he's just, you know, taken the uh, responsibility ever since then. Yeah, which is strange considering Tom Herman's the type of guy that knows how to pick, you know, a good quarterback or a good offensive athlete. So it's weird that he started him where it's starting to seem like their freshman is looking better. Just looking at the USC game, that was their best game they've played. Yeah, definitely. I mean... Iowa State has a good offense, so I, I'm definitely pleased to see Texas defense hold them to seven points. I'm not pleased about but, that. But but Iowa State's defense has been, you know, subpar all year. So if you're a Texas fan, you got to be a little bit disheartened to see them only put 17 points on them. Orlando did his job. He did his job. He's getting the defense back where it should be. So they're looking better, but I still don't have much faith in the Longhorns, and I probably never will. <laughs> but... Yeah, they're, they're looking better, but they don't look, I don't know, maybe six wins? What do you think? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, they're still... I mean, they still have to play TCU. They still have to play Texas Tech. They still have to play Oklahoma. They still have to play Oklahoma State. They still have to play Kansas State. They still have to play West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I see seven wins, but... Um, what what wins do they have? Uh, I think we'll get into our picks, but I think Kansas State's winnable. I think yeah, uh, Baylor's definitely it's a win. Kansas is a win. West Virginia and Texas Tech. Whoa, no way. West Virginia and Texas Tech, those are not wins. I'd say they're they're definitely winnable. They're um, winnable. How, I don't how think they... Against, how they looked against Southern Cal. Uh, it's, I mean... So how about we split hairs there and say they get one win out of those two? Maybe, but I could also see... Yeah, actually. I mean, Oklahoma State's looking more winnable by the week. I still don't think so. They're, I know Texas is getting a better defense, but I don't think they're going to be able to stop Oklahoma State's offense. Okay, well, I'm definitely becoming more confident in Texas. Um, and I think we'll find out a lot about him this week against Kansas State. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, moving on to the next day. This is on Friday. Miami uh, traveled to Durham. And I went with the the bold pick. So I went with, went with Blue Devils. Uh, but Miami really showed. I mean, we didn't have much of a sample size on Miami. I agree. I agree. I've been we saw, we saw two games. I wanted, I wanted to see how they do against Duke. So I went with, I went with the home team. Uh, but I'm I'm fully on board now with Miami. Yeah, I was on board with Miami after they beat up on Toledo, because Toledo was good. And I remember last week you were even saying I'm not sure why I'm picking Duke yet, but you know that's yeah. We can all accept have, that Miami's yeah. a contender in the conference now. Yeah, I mean it was just one of those feelings, and maybe it's just because I hadn't seen Miami play. I mean I I did see they gave up 30 points against Toledo. Um, I mean they scored 52, but. <laughs> I'm definitely I'm a, I'm a believer on Miami now. All right. Uh, so you got that one right. Actually, should I go ahead and we tied this week? I don't know if I I said I laid that out. Yeah, the we game. did. Twelve and five, both of us. Yeah, which is weird because we chose a lot of different games. Yeah, that that is weird. This was I think the week that we've had the most different games, and we actually ended up tying. Yeah. So, still consistent. Um, you're winning by one. Damn right. All right. Um, Nebraska, Illinois. Uh, I went with Nebraska. You went Illinois. I got that one correct. Yep. I just uh, don't like Nebraska, and I think I said that when I picked them. Yeah. I just don't well, have Illinois faith in Nebraska. Yeah, Illinois bad. is trash. So it really doesn't prove much. To I don't me. know. I don't know if Tanner Lee threw another pick six or two, but I, I haven't really checked on that. But um, <laughs> seems like every week he's throwing at least two pick sixes. Yep. Uh, thank God I didn't watch that game though. <laughs> BYU Utah State. I went with BYU. You chose Utah State. Man, that was a... My boys. Yeah, quite the drumming. Yeah, no, Utah State's good, which is cool because weren't they randomly picked for me for for the Mountain West? <laughs> I feel I'm like pretty sure. Said. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I like it. So it's turning out to be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, BYU, definitely down year. <laughs> definitely, yeah. Yeah, it's disappointing. Uh, and then finally, that final friday game great game um if anybody stayed up to watch it southern cal at washington state in pullman we both, we both actually went, got this right yeah we i'm both with the upset here and i mean it wasn't like they just killed him but luke falk definitely looks like the better quarterback i think from what i was listening to in different other podcasts and reading in other vlogs a lot of people were actually picking washington state for that it's not... i think they're yeah they're just a sexy like upset pick yeah, and it seemed like really likely, and I was surprised. I thought maybe we would be like the odd ones out picking this upset, but we were not. A lot of people picked Washington State. 
yeah, I mean, good for Washington State, good for Mike Leach. They're still undefeated. Um, they're five and zero. Yeah, so good for them. They're the surprise. Obviously, Mike Leach has always had great offense. Is that their defense is playing extraordinarily well? Yeah, well, this is gonna. This is a fun year for just the state of Washington. Not saying they deserve good football, but uh, yeah, fun year for them. And we were talking about coaches' hot seats last week. You were talking about how A and M should hire a successful P five coach and Mike Leach. I mean, that's a possibility. Yeah, I don't. He's done it in Texas already. I just wonder if yeah, how he succeeded weird he is, in Texas Tech. If how weird he is will limit some of his opportunities. Like obviously <laughs> he's, he's an extraordinary coach, but I mean the dude is is on another level uh, than any other coach. He doesn't he doesn't do the typical like coach speak. And I just feel like in a button-up uh, place like College Station, they just might go with a more traditional coach like they have in the past. Might be right. Um, it might be. I mean, I, it might not be a good decision. It's just I don't I don't know if that's the best fit. Yeah. I mean, he, he proved himself at Texas Tech, got fired for stupid reasons. I mean, who cares if he locked a player in a locker? In a closet, in yeah. Closet? Yeah, who cares? That's just making him tough. It's football. Yeah. Get over it. So I'm glad that he's succeeding. Yeah, I mean, good for, I mean, I'd be cool with him just staying at Washington State and then making them kind of bring them back up in the in the Pac-12. Yeah. Is it is it too early to look forward to the Apple Cup at the end of the year? No, it's definitely not too early. Are you kidding me? They look like the two best teams in the pack. Yeah, I and mean, they don't they, they don't even necessarily look like it. I mean, Washington State just beat arguably the first or second best team in the conference. So they're both proving that they're the best teams in the conference. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll just keep an eye on that. Moving on to Saturday, a few ugly SEC games in the morning. Vanderbilt at Florida. We both went Florida. Uh, I was a little hesitant. I was kind of going back and forth between Vanderbilt, but I'm very glad that I that I stuck with Florida. Yep. Yeah, I'm kind of pissed you didn't because then I would have been up this week. But, yeah, Florida is just, like you said last week, they have more talent, and Vanderbilt doesn't know how to play against talent at that level. Yeah, yeah. I keep looking back at that that Vanderbilt Kansas State game and just they're very they're two good teams. I think um, maybe not as athletic as some of these top end, you know, Florida, Alabama schools that just recruit five stars over and over. And that's really just the difference. And sometimes that's all it takes. Uh, moving on, Georgia at Tennessee. This was kind of shocking that it was only a seven point spread, and that's why I stuck it on the <laughs> on the board just to see if you'd pick Tennessee. No, uh, definitely, definitely the easiest pick for me to make. Oh yeah, and once I saw that, I was like Georgia, obviously. Yeah, so uh, obviously Georgia won forty-one to zero. Um, put Butch Jones securely on the hot seat, uh, and really just proved that Georgia is the second best. And maybe is it too early to say that they're kind of on the same level as Alabama? Uh, that's too early. I think, yeah, it's, I, just, I think it's too early, but they're right below them. I mean, it's not it a is, huge separation. Yeah. Uh, the whole, like, how many wins would they have playing 10 games? Alabama would have probably six. So it's not, like, way off. Um, yeah. They're both really, really good teams. But that being said, is it? can I now say this is just a bad year for the SEC? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Which is um, so crazy for the past decade, how SEC has just run everything, not only with their top talent, but their depth. I mean, especially the SEC West has been notorious for how strong it was. I mean, the year that Mississippi State and Ole Miss were, like, the best two teams in the country. 
and mm-hmm. LSU and Alabama and AM just continuously succeeding. But this year, wow, like this is yeah. bad. There's really no maybe easy way to explain it, what happened. I think, in my opinion, it's everybody's trying to catch up with Nick Saban, and you're never going to be able to catch up to him. Uh, and so in the process of trying to catch this giant, you're kind of hurting yourself in the process rather than just trying to build a, a steady program. You're trying to uh, shoot for the home run and trying to beat him in his own game uh, when you're not. <laughs> you just you simply will not beat Nick Saban. Um, at least not – I mean – almost did it two years in a row and look what they're doing right now right so well, they had to they had to cheat to try to catch up to alabama <laughs> yeah, okay well, not saying not saying alabama doesn't but do you just got to cheat better i guess yeah yeah so um yeah and that's that's never gonna happen um <laughs> so i feel like all these teams if yeah like i said if it's just been trying to catch up and and it's hurt the league but um yeah going back to this game georgia it's kind of funny too because kirby smart is is a Saving disciple. So, yeah, yeah. It's it's funny how he's kind of his his coaching tree is resonating through the league, and the second best team in the in the conference was his defensive coordinator just two years ago. That's a good point. That's how successful he is. I guess he's that influential. Yeah. But still, I guess still sticking on the SEC topic before we move on to more games. I feel like this wouldn't be a complete podcast if we didn't touch on LSU, and I don't know if we'd get the opportunity to. No, yeah, we definitely wouldn't get to touch on them. So let's let's bring it up. Let's let's discuss this real quick. How bad are they? Really? I think um, I just I think that was strictly coaching that that night, and it's that's, that's an easy cop out because they have five stars all over the field, but that just shows how bad of a coach Ed Orgeron is right now. Yeah, I agree. How do you lose to Troy? I just don't at home. I don't understand it, and the LSU fan base was rightfully just pissed off. And it wasn't like fluky plays, you know. It wasn't a Boise State over in Oklahoma where a few big plays bounce their way, and and you know that they come up with the upset. They were winning, I think, seventeen to they're or they're up seventeen points or ten points or something going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, it just it, seems like they're they were running down LSU's throat. Yeah, and I was listening to podcast I played nobody this morning. And they were discussing how that was just kind of a fluke and Troy was lucky to just stay with them so long and pull it out at the end. I think that's totally wrong. I think they were totally, totally wrong on that. I think it's the opposite. LSU was lucky to even be in the game with Troy. If, if you watch that game, Troy was just the better team. They just outplayed them in every asset of the game. Yeah, yeah. I think I never thought I'd say this, but the the defense and the offensive line of LSU is is holding them back. <laughs> yeah. It's weird because it's a weird thing to say. That's traditionally been like their strength, where they just recruit all these five stars along the lines. But right now, it just seems like it's so weak. Maybe it's transfers or injuries, or I don't know. But something's definitely up. I know they. And, I know they had a lot of people to replace, but that's it's an excuse up to a certain point. It's an excuse when you're playing tough in conference rivals like Alabama or Georgia or Florida. That's an but excuse. Not Troy, yeah. But not Troy. I don't care. You have five-star recruits on that team. There's no excuse for that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Troy's ever sniffed a five-star recruit. No. Um, no, God, no. They they get, they get stack themselves up with threes. I would be surprised if if they've ever gotten a four. So. And it's, it's going to be weird seeing LSU. They've got three wins right now. I could see them, you know, six wins, going to a bowl. But it's going to be weird 
seeing how bad they are and not firing at O. How do they get three more wins, though? I mean, I just think – I know this is going to sound weird because of their performance against Troy, but I still think that their talent is going to get them three more wins. Just, yeah, but, yeah, but who? They're they're playing conference play now. Who are they going to – Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Arkansas, or Texas A&M. Are they playing I Tennessee? Think, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you, you could definitely find three wins just strictly based on talent, uh, skill, positions, and, and such. Now, is that likely? I don't think so. Mm. Um, but, maybe but, two more but I, I'm going to be upset if they go to a bowl game this year because they don't deserve it okay so imagine the outlash if a 5-1 LSU team who I can't remember and I'd have to probably look through the history to see the last time they missed a bowl game I mean how does the fan base stand behind Ed Orgeron and I still don't think that they can they can fire him yeah I think he's I think he's pretty much like safe at least this year well I don't know. They they could just fire the AD because you said he's tied to the AD, which is totally understandable. I, I I get that. But now you have to look at not just Coach O, but the AD and say, you got to go too. Yeah, no, I mean, I'd be completely in agreement if I was an LSU fan to, to get rid of, of Joe Oliva. I think he's done a terrible, terrible job, uh, including his job at Duke when he was uh, there for the Duke lacrosse case. Um, so he's kind of, I don't, I think he's a very bad athletic director and I think his hiring process of Ed Orgeron was botched completely. Well, do you, you know just how it the, happened? The right? buyout. It's the buyout. Well, you, do you remember how what much, happened they're, with they're, Coach O? Yeah. Yeah. They're still paying off less miles. They'd have to pay off Joe Leva and Ed Orgeron. I don't think they, they want to do that. But yeah, I, I know they, they tried to get Tom Herman and well, they, they did were get upset. Tom Herman, so. They were upset that Tom Herman went to go meet with Texas and rather than you know get him or be patient with him, they said screw you. I'm just gonna get out. Yeah. So it's, it's well, really I, I don't think they were in the wrong. They they shouldn't have been patient. He agreed to be their coach. They were on their way to Houston to sign the contracts when his agent called them, called the AD and said, never mind. Uh, we're gonna talk to UT first. So. I understand okay, their frustration. Okay, don't let your emotion get in the way. Like, this is – obviously, he's a better coach. You just – I mean, do you think he's looking back on it now and saying, man, I, I'm really glad that I uh, that I went and hired Ed Orgeron instead of really going after no, Tom no, Herman? No, no, no. I think, I think they should have just said, okay, then we don't want you, Tom Herman. I think that was the right move. I think that huge buyout for Coach O was the wrong move. Yeah, the $12 million. Buyout. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> – hiring coach o after the whole tom herman thing happened i don't think that was the bad move or the wrong move i think why why did you give him that buyout that's what doesn't make sense i mean i just think hiring him period was a bad move i feel like lsu could have hired almost anybody not named tom herman and even even they did hire tom herman so it's it's just a very man i mean i'm glad i'm I'm not an lsu fan although i'm saying this as an Ole Miss fan. <laughs> i was gonna say dude you are your school is in just as bad if not worse so no i honestly yeah yeah i mean but we we like Ole Miss fans still have realistic expectations now that's true lsu fans their expectations for whatever reason have always been like we're gonna beat bama one of these years we're gonna be the best and it's well, just they, they've, i mean they've done enough to to do that they won the, the 2007 national championship and 2007 I mean, yeah, but then there are you know, 10, 10, 11 win seasons just consistently. Right. So I understand it's not, until, them, not until the last few years that they've really fallen off. Right. I understand them having expectations of a big bowl game, you know, probably New Year's bowl game every year, uh, at least contending for the conference. 
So I, I get their expectations, and I understand that Ole Miss doesn't have those kind of expectations because only in recent history have they been able to do that. So, yeah, just different situations, I guess. Yeah, weird state of the SEC right now. Speaking of which, um, before we move on, we're talking about expectations for programs that seem to be going downhill. I just want to touch on Houston. I know you don't care, but I want to touch on this because it's, it's bugging me. Here's a weird thought, and you tell me what you think. Right now, instead of Major Applewhite, the head coach for Houston could have been Lincoln Riley. Just think could about it, that. Could it have? Yeah, he, he came to Houston and interviewed for the job. Yeah. Okay, so then what happened? He wanted the job. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. He didn't agree to the crazy buyout. What do you mean? So, after Tom Herman, after Sumlin, after Art Priles, Houston was fed up with getting these great coaches that leave after a couple years, understandably. So, what they wanted to do was make sure that their next coach couldn't just up and leave. No school would be willing to pay the amount that you had to get him. So... Lincoln Riley came, interviewed. It was reported that he knocked it out of the park and he was like the one U of H was going to hire, but he didn't agree to this crazy buyout that other schools would have to pay. Understandably, you know, Houston's a great school to be a springboard for a great coach. So they went with Major Applewhite because he was, I think, the only coach to agree to that. That should have been a red flag to begin with, right? A coach that's okay with just staying in a G5 forever? Maybe, yeah. I guess you got a point. So, yeah, when this was all going down, I was pissed that Tom Herman left too. And we, we want to talk about how you react when you're upset and frustrated. And I think that's exactly what U of H did. They were upset that Tom Herman left in, in the way he did. So they were like, you know what, screw this. No one's leaving houston again we're a good enough program we can pay you enough to stay here all is true but you it's it's texas right it's notre dame it's a&m you know wherever you're gonna go it's it's somewhere that's just bigger than houston so it's just a weird thought to say lincoln riley could have been coaching u of h right now this year and can you imagine the difference in the program yeah maybe i mean they're still three and one, with just one loss to three points uh, against Texas Tech. Yeah, um, I just I still like the team. It's it's. I mean, you've still got Ed, All- Ed Oliver for one more year, and you're replacing, you know, a very productive quarterback. Yeah, but look at what Lincoln Riley's doing with Oklahoma. His first year as a head coach. 
Yeah, but I mean, everything was kind of in place for Lincoln Riley there. Yeah, not saying he's not been a good coach. It's just well, everything's in place in Houston. Tom Herman. I mean, as much as I hate him, he left our program in such a good place. Yeah, we lost Greg Ward Jr. I get it, but the rest of the talent on the field is outstanding. And honestly, we shouldn't have lost to Texas Tech. I'm not saying they're not a good team this year. I just think we're a better team. Maybe I'm biased, but okay. Well, let's um let's run through these games pretty quick. Um get to the next week navy tulsa we both picked navy yeah uh got that correct Damn buffalo it. buffalo had kent state we both picked buffalo both got that correct we split the iowa at michigan state game i went michigan state got yeah, that you right. were right i've been high in iowa so yeah you, you picked iowa uh i think just because that children's hospital thing <laughs> yep they uh, love Miss- kids with cancer. So what are Mississippi you State do? Auburn. Speaking of another lopsided SEC game, we both went Auburn, and we both look like geniuses on that one. Yeah, Auburn's good. Auburn is good. They what? They've only had one loss, right? To the arguably the best team in the country. And it was a touchdown. Yeah. So they're good. Let's not yeah, let's I not know. sleep. It's, it's on like the, I feel Auburn. like they're the most overlooked team in the country. Yeah, you're probably right. Let's not sleep on Auburn. I don't know if they're Alabama or Georgia, but they're at least a team that could upset them yeah um honestly i think auburn georgia and alabama have three of the top five defenses in the country number one's clemson that's uh, debatable <laughs> you see have you seen what alabama's done the past yeah years? yeah yeah it's insane um akron at bowling green i went bowling green you went akron you got that correct uh marshall at cincinnati i went cincy you went marshall this I think you called that. You said the first time I picked Cincinnati, I was going to yep. get it wrong. Yeah, because you picked against them every time. I've picked them. I've been right. You've been wrong. And then you picked Cincinnati. I picked Marshall. I was like, you're screwed. That's It's not going to work. Yeah, they lost 38-21. to 21. Not a great not a great look. No. Uh, but Marshall's, I mean, they're not terrible. No, they, Marshall's, they put, Marshall's pretty good, and Cincinnati looks bad. They put up a good game against uh, NC State. Their only loss. They lost by 17. Speaking of, uh, of a program that needs to get back to being good again, Cincinnati. For real, yeah, honestly. They used to be pretty good. That's that's a shame. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, they, they hired, um, what, the Ohio State defensive coordinator yep. last year? I can't think of his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. But I guess we'll give him a couple more years and see if he can turn it around. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, all right, Ball State at Western Michigan. We both got that one right, Western Michigan. Damn right. Air Force at New Mexico. We both went Air Force. Oh and, my gosh, that and my yeah my my New Mexico Lobos. Isn't it weird that there's two Division One programs in New Mexico? Yeah, and they're both just dog shit. But well, there's only about to be one because New Mexico State's getting moved down. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're getting uh, pushed back down FCS. I think they're gonna. Well, I don't know if there's a whack anymore. I don't know what conference, but regardless, they're gonna be FCS next year them and idaho are both leaving the sunbelt getting pushed back down interesting yeah i'm looking at the the fcs conferences right now i'm trying to figure out where they'd fit in maybe the big sky oh yeah i think they used to be in big sky actually big sky is very big though i think it's already full <laughs> it's like the biggest conference um okay yeah, that's yeah, the one with like gonna... montana state or montana or whatever it's got uh, North Dakota, Montana State, but it's got it's got some West Coast like UC Davis, Southern right, Utah. Right. No, that's a good conference. Yeah, definitely. So New Mexico right, State um, should probably be in that. Yeah. So moving on to the nightcaps, Clemson at Virginia Tech. We thought this would probably be, be a better game than it was. Um, Clemson just kind of flexed their muscle. 
and made big plays when they needed it. We both got that right. Clemson won. Clemson is so good. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the night atmosphere in Blacksburg was all I could hope for, the, the enter Sandman, you know, coming right, in. Right, right. I think it registered as the fifth loudest uh, like decibel unit in college football history. Hell yeah. I guess a lot on Twitter. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and I just – it definitely – is one of the top places on my bucket list for for places I want to see a game. Oh, absolutely. And just the town itself. I heard it's awesome. Yeah. Um, but back to the actual game. Yeah, Clemson, they're, they're legit. They're – it's so hard to tell if they're the best team or not because Alabama just keeps running through it, but it seems like they are. But Clemson's beaten, yeah, three teams that are currently ranked. Yeah. I mean, honestly – if you're looking at like Alabama's schedule, the only other time that they're going to be able to prove they're the best team in the country is their last game against Auburn. In my well, I opinion. guess their last two because it'll be Auburn then Georgia. That's true. I thought you were talking about Mercer. Their second to last game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could go either way. <laughs> yeah, but I mean Clemson just with how bad they just beat Virginia Tech, knowing how good Virginia Tech is. Yeah, Alabama's got a. Prove they they're not going to be able to prove it until the end of the season now. So regardless, I mean, if they get one or two, I don't think they really care. No, they don't care. It's just for me. It's unfortunate. I, I want to see them play, you know, Georgia or Auburn like right away, so I know how to gauge this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, the game that I'm looking forward to talking about. Oh God. Colorado at UCLA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went with Josh, Josh Rosen. You went with your Colorado Buffaloes. Uh, and the University of California at Los Angeles Bruins came out victorious. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, um, is that yeah, it? We don't, we don't need yeah. to talk about it. Let's okay. just look. I'm 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 falling off the hype train for Colorado a little bit. I'll admit that. Both teams are, I think, three and two. I want to say now. Um, Colorado is. Colorado is three and two. Yeah, they've lost their last two to Washington and UCLA. Um, and UCLA hey. was coming off two losses to Memphis and Stanford. You know what? <laughs> it was only four points. All right. Yeah, I mean, no, it was, it, was, it was a pretty tightly contested game. Yeah. So whatever, man. All right. That was it for that week. Yeah. Twelve and five for the both of us. You're at sixty-four wins. I'm at sixty-three. <laughs> Nerd. So. I wanted to get back onto SDSU, and I know earlier in the season when I said that they will probably go undefeated and possibly have a chance at a playoff spot, depending on what happens throughout the season, you thought I was stupid. Yep. Okay, what do you think now? Okay, well, let's let's pull up their schedule right now. Oh, I got it up. I'm ready for this. Next week, they're or this weekend, they're playing UNLV. Yep. Yeah, so it looks like they're gonna they're gonna win out. Well, Boise um, State. I said I said earlier because I called this shit after they beat UC Davis before Arizona. Hi, I'm Maria, and I'm Mike, and we're Team, Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. State. 
I said they look like a team that could go undefeated this year. And no, I said, no, you called it. You called it after Arizona State. No, that's not true. I have a blog article about that uh, before they even played Arizona State. So, well, I do remember you saying that they were going to lose. That they were probably going to lose to Stanford, but no, no, I didn't. I said they could lose to Stanford, and then I said I said the only real competition they have was Arizona State, Stanford, and Boise State. So. I'm right. Just admit that I'm a genius. All right, regardless, it's looking like they're going to win out. Although, okay, so let's, I guess we can we can lay out that it looks like they're probably the team that's going to go undefeated. The only problem is, <laughs> what makes me nervous every week is they don't blow out any team. It's not like that's, they're... You know, yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was gonna get to. It's so Being, scary every game, but it's it's what they do though. So I guess have faith in the system. They just consistently beat teams, but not by a lot. Yeah, being five and zero in a, in a general five conference, and or a group of five conference. I don't know. Um, and two of those wins coming over power five schools. I mean that that looks like the the team that's gonna go undefeated. Right. However. They've won outside of that UC Davis win. They've won their past five games by um, an average of less than six points. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, the well, and I mean, two last of those week were against Air Force and, and Northern Illinois. Yeah, exactly. So, but they beat Stanford by what three points? Uh, that's not good. But yeah. it was Stanford, and Stanford's good. Uh, Arizona State, though, they beat by ten. So, yeah, and so um, there's a stat that that Bill Connolly does. It's called second order wins and it's basically um the the win ex, ex, know, the win expectation uh, i guess like over the course of the, of the all the previous games um so it's usually typically very close to the actual wins because there's usually nothing glare like glaringly off so if a team's won four games maybe their expectation is three three point eight wins or something just and this is all dependent on their performance in a number of areas Okay. Uh, the most that it's usually off is maybe one win, uh, plus or minus. So maybe they got really lucky and had an extra win where they shouldn't have, or maybe they got really unlucky and it was minus one win. San Diego State by far leads this category in lucky wins. Their expect their expected wins according to this second order wins is only at two point four. What? Yeah. So they actually should be like a three loss team right now. No. Okay, first of all, I want to mention, I love Bill Conley's commentary on games. I like his opinion, but his, I don't know, his stats and, like, the numbers he gets from these algorithms he creates, I mean, I honestly don't like SMP. Why? What's your What's your beef with SMP? Well, have, do you ever go through the SMP Plus rankings? Yeah. It's just, I don't like it. I don't like it. So, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying I'm much like a numbers guy. I'm not going to create a better algorithm. I just don't like it. So I mean, it's definitely it's definitely the most accurate out there. It's it has it has been. Um, I mean, if you if you look, it's. I think this year it's fifty five percent. Isn't uh, LSU still ranked on it? Yeah. So what it's at right now is there's still fifty percent of these are based on preseason polls because there's not enough data to uh, accurately. I'm sorry, but there's together. enough data. There is enough data. Well, no, I mean he's been doing this for for a long time, and he knows when to kind of like put in all the data. I just I don't know. I like him, and I'm honestly I'm not. I, trying the to... results speak for themselves. He's he's 55 percent against the spread, which is 
enough to win you a ton of money in Vegas. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not trying to badmouth him. I really do like him. But All I'm saying, back to the point, San Diego State has really kind of lucked out of a few of these wins. I don't think they've lucked out. I think they're a good team. I mean, this is a completely objective standard. It's not like I'm looking at these games and it would be different if these were like backdoor garbage time points, but um, it's enough close games is going to come bite you. I guess. I still, don't, I still don't call it lucky. You don't get lucky five straight weeks. Well, yeah, I mean, Tennessee did pretty much the, the entire season last year. Yeah, I, I don't and then, know. And I don't... then the last four games, it really showed. First of all, there's no such thing as luck in football. Football's for men, and we create our own luck. So mm-hmm. that's stupid. Arizona State is beating these teams. It's not lucky. They're just beating them. San Diego State? Yeah. Sorry, I was looking at the Arizona State game. <laughs> SDSU, they're not lucky. They just beat these teams. They create their own luck. I'm sorry, but... One game, I would say, yeah, maybe I got a little lucky, but they're five and zero. Oh. That's not lucky. They're just good. Luck doesn't have to just be one game. You can get lucky. the The probability of luck happening four times in a row is lower, but it still can happen. I. How do you mathematically evaluate luck? That's not a thing you can even put into an algorithm. It doesn't make any sense. There's no such sure thing. Sure it is. As luck. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely subjective, but um, I think luck in turnovers is a big one. Like if you fumble a ball. It's pretty lucky if the bounce goes your way or the other way. Um, that's that's luck. No, just be really good at bouncing a ball when you fumble it. <laughs> so like there are there are things that you can actually quantify for luck in, in football. That's just one of them. There's there's other things too. But um, all right. Well, my point is I'm smarter than Bill Conley. So 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 let's let's assume that um, that San Diego State does win out. Let's just for the for the sake of this, let's say they go twelve and zero, and they beat Boise State, which is I know tough, but they could. So what would what would have to happen in the rest of the college football landscape for them to get that fourth bid? Pretty much every top team lose a game. Clemson has to lose to who else are they? Is Clemson playing Miami? Uh, Clemson plays NC State. That might NC State and Florida might be their or Florida State might be their two nah, hardest games. Florida State's garbage. That's not even a hard game. I'm sorry, but NC State. Okay, let's say Clemson loses to MC State, um, Alabama loses to Auburn and Georgia. They need to, Alabama needs two losses to not make it. Um, yeah, every well, every top. Well, you just how about you just mark some of these teams in, and then because here's the here's the teams that I think have a realistic chance at, at going in the playoffs. Well, you Bama. Okay, go on. Bama, Clemson, and OU I think are just about locks right now. Then past that point, the ones that are kind of like right. Outside of that, Penn State, Washington, and Georgia, they're just kind of waiting for one of those teams to, to lose, or one of those teams will probably get in there anyway. And then outside of that, Ohio State, Washington State, Michigan, TCU are all still in that. Like, TCU and Michigan are still undefeated. Same with Washington State. So they kind of control their own destiny. Yeah, I just don't— honestly, I just the don't, last one uh, is Auburn. I just don't see a scenario where— because they're going to put a one-loss Clemson, a one-loss Alabama, a one-loss Oklahoma, a one-loss Washington over an undefeated SCSU. What I'm saying is there's got to be, like, like no other undefeated team, multiple, like, every other team with at least one loss, and then maybe a couple with two losses. So there's not even a question. Exactly, yeah. So once you actually kind of draw this out, like... Uh, it's very it's- unlikely. This system is not set up for, for a G5 school to make it. No, and it's actually, honestly, that, that really irritates me. It irritates me because, I don't, I don't know. A good example, 
Everyone I mean, they get killed by Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Penn State, Washington, Georgia. You just go down the list, they'd get killed by all these schools. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, what about a few years ago when U of H beat Florida State? People, do you think they would have got killed? Uh, Houston? Yeah. I think Houston would get killed by these schools too. When they had that team, what, 2014? Uh, I think the bowl game's different than the playoffs. Consider- considerably different. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just irritates me that there's just like pretty much no way even an undefeated G5 school won't make it. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess what a G5 school would have to do is every non-conference game loaded up against top P5 schools and still go undefeated. And then in that situation, I think you could make the argument that they deserve it. Yeah, I mean, uh, the best case for, for San Diego State, obviously, other than all these teams losing, would be for Stanford to win out and then... Um, but even then, a 10-2 and two Stanford team, they would kind of downplay that on the resume by saying, well, they weren't at full strength when they played. Yeah, it was the week after they lost. They yeah. hadn't recovered They weren't yet. looking like themselves. No, no, So yeah. even like a 10-2, a win over a 10-2 Stanford team that would probably be a top-10 team, um, it's just kind of – like everything is kind of working against San Diego State. So number one, I think um, – you know, no offense to the Mountain West Conference, but I think – being in the American would help for a G5. If you want to make it to the to the playoffs, just because I think, you know. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Be every year, if we're looking at ranked teams, there's always at least one or two ranked American teams. And I think that more so that G5 conference than any other G5 conference. Mm-hmm. So, one, being the American. Two, literally the only non-conference games you play have to be P5 schools that are at least, you know, contenders. It can't be Illinois, mm-hmm. right? Sorry, South Florida. It's got to be somebody that's pretty good. So that's the only way. I I guess it's a possibility then at that point. Let's say let's say Central Florida played three, you know, contenders in P five contenders. Let's say they played I don't even know. I don't even know, because it's hard to imagine them winning three <laughs> three state straight P five games. But that's the only way it would happen. So I can see like Central Florida maybe plays Florida State when they're good, Miami when they're good. Yeah, that would pretty. That would be just. I mean, that's pretty much it. Okay, Central Florida looks really good. And now one more. You see what I'm saying? Like that. Those two alone still wouldn't get them in the playoffs. Um, no, but then, but then you put that last one. It doesn't have to be like a a top contender, but it could be. Um, Purdue. <laughs> yeah, honestly. That would be is. no. That would be the perfect one because they've had some pretty good wins. They don't look you know terrible, and you beat them. So yeah, I, I guess two two 
contenders, one decent P5. Because that's that's a similar resume. Like the fourth team in the playoff this year probably won't have uh, two wins over a contender. That's true. You know. That's true. So, so there you go, G fivers. That's that's what you got to do. Let's let's all get things. on board. Let's for all the G five fans. Maybe each year we decide who the best team is, and then just we all cheer for that team and uh, get them to schedule P five. Yeah, but not only the best, but you have to look at their schedules because they make these schedules you know five six years in advance. So you really have to see who's set schedule wise. Okay, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say. South Florida, Central Florida, and Houston have the best chance of being top contenders in the next, like, six years. Okay. So, um, All right, do we want to do our conference allegiance? First, I just want to mention, we've been talking about coaches on the hot seat a lot lately, and let's just, we got we to gotta mention the first coaching loss of the season. Yeah, UTEP. UTEP. Sean Kugler, he's gone. Uh, he resigned, didn't get fired, so, you know, there's that. Uh, he was a UTEP boy. He played for UTEP, so I think they were hoping that he would be their Michigan guy. But uh, he was not. His overall coaching record while he was there from 2013 till today was 18-36. and 36. Yeah, that's not going to keep you in, in the, uh, the office too much. It's not going to keep you around, so they hired their interim head coach, which is even more spicy to the story. Uh, Mike Price, who once was their coach for a number of years, um, mm-hmm. he did fairly well there. The end of his tenure, he, I think his last year there was like three and nine. The year before that, five and seven. But he did take them to like three bowls, which is, I think, only one other coach at UTEP has done that. Uh, Mike Price is great because he did awesome at Washington State way back in the, the early 2000s. He maybe the shortest Alabama hire of all time, I think. Yeah. He, yeah. Ne- he never coached there. Uh, he was hired, just didn't coach. He got caught at a strip club uh, and with some unknown woman in his hotel room. Nice. Didn't get to coach. Didn't get the job. They uh, took away the offer, and then they hired Mike Shula. So, you know, transit of property. Uh, we can Any Alabama fan should thank Mike Price for going to strip clubs. Because they ended up getting Nick Saban. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, he's just their interim coach, though. I had an idea. Do you have any ideas off the top of your head who they should hire to save no, the yeah, No, no clue. I mean, someone, some coordinator somewhere. Right. Always a good idea. What about Casey Keeler, the head coach for Sam Houston? Yeah, that's actually that was a name that I heard somewhere. Okay. So, I mean, he's been coaching there since 2014. Let me just tell you his record. 2014, 11 and 5. 2015, 11 and 4. 2016, 12 and 1. That guy's a freak. Um, he's a great, great coach. Obviously, can recruit in Texas. Wait, did you say 11 and 5? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess the playoffs. Makes yeah, because they have the playoff system. Um, yeah, he can recruit in Texas. Really, really good coach. Honestly, I don't even know if he'd want to leave Sam Houston to take that job in UTEP, but, you know, it's a bigger program, so I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that would be best case scenario for UTEP. They're not going to hire any good coach. They should just go after uh, um, Lane Kiffin. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Actually, every, they, everybody keep tossing yeah. him around. Yeah. Is, he's also a coach in the Conference USA, so there you go. 
So, yeah, just kind of wanted to throw that out there. Next time somebody gets fired, we'll talk about that. Just keeping everybody updated on the coaches' hot seats. Um, let's move into it. Conference Allegiance. All right, let's do it. Okay, so let's just do a quick recap. We're going to go quickly for these recaps because they're getting long. You want to start it off, Jay? Yeah, let me go down the list of my teams. I'm going to start with the American. My You have this in alphabetical order, don't you? Yeah, is that cool with you? <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. I'm just going to go geographically. Okay, um, I'm starting the American League. My Tulsa Golden Hurricane, they lost 31-21 to against Navy. Uh, that puts them at 1-4 and four in the year as they head to Tulane. Wow, I... I really uh, incorrectly overhyped them. Yeah, next Big Twelve, <laughs> Oklahoma, Oklahoma State Cowboys. Uh, they they won against Texas Tech. It was a close game, forty-one to thirty-four. I was going that for puts tech. them at four and one on the year, and they head into a bye week. Okay, fun. Uh, Big Ten, Penn State, Nittany Lions won forty-five to fourteen over Indiana. Uh, they're still undefeated, five and zero. Um, Maybe and, the best team in the conference. Probably the best. Yeah, team in the conference. yeah. I'd say them. Uh, I, honestly, I, I still. Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan, and Ohio State. It's like yeah, it's hard not to very, say Ohio Michigan State. Michigan can't score. Michigan can't score. What about, what score, what about Wisconsin? That's. I mean, yeah. You, you want to talk about a, this year. You want to talk about a team that's no one's talking about? Auburn and Wisconsin. Definitely, so. definitely. Um, uh, but to finish on that point, Penn State heads into Northwestern. Yay, um, Mac. <laughs> yeah, Mac. Central Michigan. Um, they lost twenty-eight to eight against Boston College. Yikes! Um, that puts them at two and three on the year. The Chippewas are heading to Ohio. All right. <laughs> Very exciting. Um, <laughs> Mountain West. Talk. Mountain West. The New Mexico Lobos won fifty-six to thirty-eight against Air Force. Yeah, yeah, that was a good. Uh, yeah, that puts them at two and th- or three and two on the year as they head into a bye week. They're actually pretty good. And then finally, Arizona State. The Sun Devils lost by 10 points to the Cardinal of Stanford, 34 to 24, um, as they head into bye week as well. They are two and three on the year. Okay. All right. That was the recap. Here's mine. I'm going to go geographically. I'm going to start with the pack. My Washington Huskies, once again, just rolling through everybody. They played the worst team in the pack, Oregon State. Beat them 42 to 7. Moving on to the Mountain West Conference, Utah State Aggies looking really good. Beat BYU 40 to 24. Uh, moving right along to the Big 12, uh, my Iowa State Cyclones got blown away by the Longhorns, unfortunately. Good one. Thank you. My American team, Houston, had an ugly win against Conference Week Temple. I'm not even going to go into that at all. We'll move on to the MAC. Uh, Northern Illinois Huskies uh, lost to San Diego State, 28-34. Good loss to a good team. And then finally, to finish it up with my Big Ten team, the Purdue Boilermakers had a bye week. After a ugly loss to Michigan, this weekend they're going to be playing Minnesota. And uh, was that one of our picks? That was that was not. Ah, okay. Well, I would have picked my Boilermakers. I got your back, Purdue. Actually, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. Well, I picked you then. There you go. <laughs> All right, and that's the recap for those. Let's do our picks this week. All right, starting with the Conference USA. Yeah. So this well, well let's this week we're doing Conference USA, 
and the ACC. Like I said, we're moving west to east, and then next week we're going to finish it up with the SEC and the Sun Belt. Yeah, so my ACC team and SEC team are already kind of chosen for. Right. So this will be just for you. Mm-hmm. But I've got the randomization set up just in case. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do the Conference USA in three, two, one, and I have Old Dominion. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Hey, they're not they're not bad this year. Old Dominion smells like farts. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. All right. Um yeah, so I've got Old Dominion. Do you have someone in mind? Uh I do. I'm gonna go ahead and pick the UTEP miners. Cool. I'm picking uh I, I feel like I need to pick a shitty team. I <laughs> have a lot of good teams and I feel like now that they just lost their coach, it's up and up from for here on out for the miners. Hope so. Recap, I got Old Dominion Monarchs. And you got the UTEP Miners. Okay. All right. On the ACC, I have the North Carolina State Wolfpack. Of course. And would you like to randomize your choice, or do you have someone in mind? Um, you know what? You can randomize it just to see, but I do have someone in mind. So do you even want to randomize it, or you just want me to tell you? Uh, tell me, because I've already randomized it. Okay. Uh, I'm actually going to pick Woke Forest. Cool. Awesome. Demon Deacons. Hashtag Wilkforce. Or the Screaming Deacons, as NCAA Football 14 calls them. Wait, what? Yeah, they call they call their fans the Screaming Deacons. <laughs> I don't. I actually don't know if that's what they call them in real life, but that's what the video game did. <laughs> Why? Okay, well, who did I have in the randomized? Uh, just a little bit east in Durham, the, the Duke Blue Devils. Oh, God, no. Thank God I didn't get that. Because come basketball season, there's no way I could have been a fan. I couldn't have done it. Oh, I didn't think we're. Are we going to keep up with these teams in basketball season? Hell yeah, we're going to keep up with these teams in basketball season, baseball, everything. Well, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I didn't think about that. This is yeah. conference allegiance. Awesome. What are you just a football fan now? You can't just ride or die, baby. Well, I don't like my my teams as much now. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm looking at the list now. To be it's fair, it's randomized, so you really didn't. I mean, it's not like you picked. It's not like based on your information of only football or baseball or basketball you picked them. This is randomized. So does Old Dominion even have a basketball team? I, I don't know. That's a really good question. They have to. They There's have some to. Some teams like Central Michigan and New Mexico, where I'm <laughs> starting to question. Yeah, that's true. Okay, uh, well let's um let's just move on to this week's well, games. You have Arizona. No, you have Arizona State. I was gonna say Arizona basketball, but okay. Anyway, yeah, let's move on to this week's games. Let's talk about some of our picks. This start off the Thursday night game, I will be in attendance. This is what? the 8 o'clock blackout game in Raleigh, North Carolina. Louisville traveling to North also, Carolina State. Also, will the team be wearing black jerseys? Yep. yep. Get, you see what I did there? Blackout I game? Did. <laughs> did. Uh, yeah, so it's a, it's the only game that we've got on Thursday. It's, like I said, it's 8 o'clock on ESPN. We both went with Wolfpack. Damn, you picked NC State? I was really going to like lay into you for not picking... Not picking. Do you have a reason other than just your team? No, I'm I'm really confident on this year's team. The only thing that I think could work against them is the um, suspectability or uh, I guess a tendency to give up a big play. Right. I um, don't think State has a great defense, and Lamar Jackson can definitely take advantage of that. That being said, he's not surrounded by a lot of talent. Um, but well, I, st- I still think NC State has a top ten defensive line in the country. Uh, Bradley Chubb has been kind of unstoppable this year, and against the run, there you know no one's really running on NC State this year. That's true, which is what the Lamar pass, Jackson kind of needs. 
the past, I mean, they've kind of been what they, NC State's kind of been what we thought they were going to be coming in the year. Outside of the, the South Carolina game, which I still think is very strange because they out-yardaged them by you know, two times. Right. Um, but outside of that game, they've really, they've stopped the run. They've given up big plays through the air, and then they've been very efficient on offense. And that's yeah, kind of, well, that was, that was the perfect week one like game where you're just not sure how the team's working yet. you got to get everything going. So, I think Samuel just went off for South Carolina. Yeah, um, yeah. so good for us. We agreed. Yeah, uh, I think Ryan Finley is going to be very efficient. Going to um, probably put up uh, Uh-oh, hot take, hot take. 38 points. 38 Whoa. points. We go right. final score thirty-eight to uh, twenty-nine. Uh-oh! I'm not even gonna guess. I'm not gonna. No, <laughs> I'm just gonna be satisfied with knowing that I picked the right team. How about that? All right. Yeah. So, um, both win NC State. Moving on to Friday night, Boise State um, going to play BYU. We had we to both, have both picked the this. Yeah, Boise yeah. State, we right? both we both chose Boise. This BYU, might have just been from watching them. BYU is uh, officially garbage. So. Yeah, they're it's kind of surprising that this was put on the list but i guess boise state's not having a great year either though hey i called that early on i said they wouldn't have as good of a year as everyone thought they would so actually yeah I, this is probably why it's on the list is because they uh they lost to virginia by like 20 points right yeah that was a bad one um yeah anyway moving on okay uh, um, moving on to saturday games so we both picked boise state right uh moving on to saturday games Another kind of shocking inclusion of a game is Temple going to Greenville, North Carolina to play the ECU Pirates. Yes. Uh, I think it's, it's safe to say we both we both went with ECU. Or, I mean, we both went with ECU. <laughs> I was going to say, whoa, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, Temple is not good. No. But, uh... But ECU is, like, a different level of bad. Yeah. Well, they have a win. Yeah, against, um... Was it Coastal Carolina? UConn. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that was it was the, probably the only one they'll get. Yeah. Well, remember we talked about you said they wouldn't have a win all season, so. Yeah, they outperformed what I, my expectations. Their <laughs> offense isn't actually like their offense is pretty decent. Their defense is probably just maybe the worst in the country. Yeah. And they're they're going up against like the complete opposite of a Temple team that can't score, but right. defense is probably the only thing that's keeping them in these exactly. games. Yeah, absolutely. So, so right. I guess in that sense, it might be kind of interesting. Nah, I think Temple's still just going to beat them. Okay. Um, well, it's kind of like that Kansas State-Vanderbilt game. That's just true. <laughs> different levels of, of talent. Oh, I picked Kansas State on that one, too. So. so you went with offense and defense won, so then Temple's going to win. Yeah, so I'm mixing it up. There you go. All right. Um, Duke-Virginia, we both went with the Blue Devils, although I don't really know why after seeing – you know how bad they looked against Miami. Well, that's their only loss. So I know, but I think Virginia's only got one loss too, right? Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who who they played, but as I pull up their schedule right now, they are three and one with wins over William and Mary, UConn, and Boise State. Yeah. But so their eh. loss was pretty pretty bad against Indiana. So yeah. <laughs> um, Not a Duke, good look. Yeah, I, I still think Duke's a, you know. A good team. I don't. I think they're. I think Miami's just really that good this year. That's true. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. Um, Pitt traveling to Syracuse. So I think we've actually picked all the same games so far. Yeah, we have. What about this yeah. one? Yeah, we both went with Syracuse here. Damn, Pitt's just not good this year. 
No. And I kind of came away a little impressed with how Syracuse played against NC State. They kept it close. Right. This one was actually hard to pick, um, but I I never thought I'd pick Syracuse in a football game, but here here I am. Ah, fuck. Last time I said that was Kansas. <laughs> Damn true. it. Why am I picking these basketball schools to win in football? Yeah. No, not, nothing, not much else to say in that one, though. I think, um, yeah, I just think Syracuse's offense is going to be able to to fly over Pittsburgh's defense in the carrier dome. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Uh, Miami going to Tallahassee. This, um, you know, this could be upset alert. I mean, um, I, didn't, I didn't pick Florida State, but. Yeah, no, I, Miami all the way. Uh, I was really hoping uh, Woke was going to score on that final drive. Did you watch that game? What are you talking about? Wake Forest, Florida State game. You said Woke? Yeah, that's what I'm calling him now. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I, I was just confused about what you're talking about. No, I'm, yeah. calling, I'm calling him Woke. That's a, that's a thing. I saw it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely a disappointing loss for Wake Forest. Man, uh, that was a bummer. I was, I was, that was a nail biter. They looked so good too on that final drive. They were moving the ball. I mean, he had the touchdown pass in his hands. Uh, he was double teamed though, so it's not. It's understandable that you know it got swatted out. But yeah, I mean, Woke Forest looks pretty good. Um, I know that has nothing to do with this game, but uh, <laughs> now Florida State. They just haven't been able to move the ball. No, and Miami looks really good this year. So all right, um, SEC matchup: LSU going to Gainesville, Florida. We both picked Florida in this matchup. I think for obvious reasons. The best way to put it is LSU is the Baylor of the SEC right now. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> I mean, it's true though. So I'm never picking LSU. I just can't do it. You're not gonna pick him over Troy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Ole Miss. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how the rest of the season <laughs> goes. That's sad. Yeah. I mean, um, I feel like Florida's offense has kind of like come together. Yep. They put up they're, they're starting to clip. 38 points against Vanderbilt. Um, yeah, Vanderbilt has a really tough defense, Kentucky. don't they? <laughs> That's what I thought. All right. Um, yeah, so both went Florida there. Minnesota traveling to Purdue. I think we already know your pick here. And this is yo, the first yo. game that we went different. So I'm, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Minnesota here. I just think uh, Purdue's going to be making that boiler. <laughs> what is a boiler maker? I'd I, love to know. <laughs> it's my team. I don't know. I should know these things. I'll do some research on Purdue, guys. Anybody listening, this, I'm, yeah. I'm going to know what a boiler maker is next episode. Uh, Minnesota. This is, a, this is a this is a 3:30 game on ESPN too. I think this is a must watch. Yeah, Minnesota. I mean, to be fair, they only have one loss, but that one loss was to Maryland. So their their three wins were Buffalo, Oregon State, and MTSU. Mm, yeah, you know, eh. I like I like Minnesota's defense. Uh, eh. Which that's that's why I'm saying it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a fun game to watch because Purdue's offense is fun to watch, and Minnesota's defense I think is is pretty strong. Purdue so. is a really fun offense to watch this year, which is like I never thought I would say. But so yeah. for that reason, I mean, you, you might want to tune into. Like I said, it's three thirty on ESPN two. And you can kind of flip back and forth, but the the ESPN game at the same time is Miami Florida State. So if that gets out of hand quick, then this might be the game that's that you watch. That's true. No, I think it could still be a fun, uh, fun Big Ten game, which is weird to say, but yeah, I think it'd be fun. All right, um, the Battle of the T's, the Battle of the TULs, actually Tulsa <laughs> at Tulane. Yeah, Not that's. I think other. I think that's their official name for the rivalry. Yeah, the Battle the, of the Tolls. The the Toll Battle. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Uh, who'd you pick? 
I think I went with Tulane, and you went with Tulsa, although I just could be dyslexic. Yeah, no, I did go with Tulsa. Um, I think I was maybe tripping on acid when I made and you this just, list. Yeah, exactly. I don't – I'm, like, reading it, and it says Tulsa. God You're locked. Damn. You're locked. Oh. Um – uh, hold on. Let me try to think of how to spin this. Tulane's not very good. No. Um, D'Angelo Brewer is really good. Oh, la, 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 la. yeah. Okay, I'm going Tulsa, baby. Awesome. Woo! Yeah, I'm gonna ride that. <laughs> Wait, what? Isn't the Golden one... Hurricane? Well, one's okay. That's interesting. Green Wave versus Golden Hurricane. That's true. Why would we do that? Whoa, this is crazy. How is that not like a good like headline for the game? Maybe I'll write an article about <laughs> that game just because of that headline. Okay. Okay. Back to the SEC. Arkansas against South Carolina. It's 4 o'clock on SEC Network. You went with the Gamecocks, and I'm going with the Razorbacks. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas is not good. You know, but I mean, South Carolina hasn't done anything either. They beat your team. Yeah, but that's... <laughs> completely different team than than what they are right now yeah nah i just this one was kind of tough i'm not gonna lie they're they're both not good so. yeah it's hard to pick sec games right now yeah it is well I mean, unless than, alabama obvious ones yeah. alabama auburn or georgia it's hard to pick any other game so yeah i don't know i just kind of picked south carolina just because i'm really not impressed with arkansas yeah i mean arkansas has been putting up a ton of points other than tcu so i just kind of went with them um, Colorado State at Utah State. We split this one. I went with Colorado State. You went with Utah what? State. Oh, my God, how the tables have turned. Uh, if you want to watch a high-scoring game, then here you go. Um, I did a little bit of uh, math in this one because I was trying to figure out who would win it because, honestly, this one was kind of tough. Utah State's combined score is 172 and 152. Colorado State, 173, 116. So it's going to be a high-scoring game. I hope so. I, I think. I'm fairly confident it will be. Because um, they both have really efficient offenses and, you know, subpar defenses. So, yeah. I'm just loyal to my Aggies. Yeah, yeah. They've uh, Utah State's been putting up points. I mean, against Wake Forest was – with Wake Forest against Wisconsin were the two games that kind of shut them down, right. obviously. That's understandable. I think both those teams are really, really good this year. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'd be fun again to watch. That is, I don't have a network on that one yet. Maybe that's, hopefully that's on TV somewhere. It might not be. Um, on to the next game, Louisiana, the University of Louisiana. Yep. At Idaho. I'm. I like how you put it like that because I'm not calling it Lafayette. I'm calling it the University of Louisiana, mm-hmm. or just Louisiana. People call it Texas. People call it South Carolina. People call it Florida. I'm calling this one Louisiana. They're not Lafayette. LSU is LSU. That's Louisiana State. Monroe, sit down. This Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you went with Louisiana after your brief explanation of the of the nomenclature, mm-hmm. and I am going with Idaho. You saw, I just went into whole spiel about Louisiana. Oh my god. I know, and during that, I actually changed my pick from Louisiana to Idaho. So you're going with uh, Idaho Moscow. I'm going with the Vandals. Yeah, Idaho Moscow, because. You know, if, I, I feel like if people want to call the University of Louisiana Lafayette, I'm going to call every other school by their location. So you're going okay. with the University of Idaho, Moscow. At Moscow. Okay. All right, next game, Florida Atlantic at my Old Dominion uh, Monarchs. So you picked this game before 
you had ODU. So who who are you going with? I'm still going with FAU. Okay. Well, yeah, I right. didn't know. That's why I was just curious as to who you would have picked before. Yeah, FAU. Um, Old Dominion, not good this year. Neither is FAU. So there you go. That's <laughs> that's all I have for that one. Yep. Yeah, I don't have much more commentary on that. <laughs> I thought Old Dominion, yeah, Old Dominion, I thought they were going to be better. but Yeah. They usually are better, so it's a little disappointing. Where's Florida Atlantic? Oh, Florida Atlantic's got a pretty pretty solid de- uh, offense. So, if, I mean, for that reason, that's probably, looking back on it, that's probably why I picked them. Yeah. Uh, Georgia State, Coastal Carolina. I went with Coastal. You're going with Georgia State. Yeah, I don't know why. I was um, just like, S- yeah, I, Coastal sucks, but all right. SMU at Houston. We were both going the Cougars here. Oh, my God. Stop picking Houston. Yeah, honestly. Um, um, that'd be a fun game, though. SMU no, uh, got a really good offense. Yeah, Houston's I know got a really good defense. Um, um, UVH has cool. an awesome defense. SMU, uh, great, great offense. Their combined offensive points is 241, including uh, their loss to TCU. So, yeah. Um, they have a fairly weak defense, though, which is so that, that should help. Um, they've allowed 95 points against like mediocre teams. If you're not including TCU, Houston's defense, I think, got tested from Texas Tech, and I think they succeeded in that test against Texas Tech. It was just the offense failed. So I'm just hoping against hope that like Houston's offense can like somehow find a way to be productive and get their defense off the field to rest a little bit. Mm. I don't know. I, I can't take another loss to SMU. It'll crush me. Yeah. That's the most embarrassing thing in college football. <laughs> Maybe not this year there. I mean, they're good. No, I don't care. Any year. SMU is a garbage foot. Their fans don't even show up even when they're doing good. They they yeah. don't care. So it's like you're losing to a team that, like, rich assholes that don't even care. It's just the worst. Houston's, like, the in, in the hood of Houston. It's in third ward. People mm-hmm. actually show up to games. So it's just it can't happen. Uh, Kansas State going to Austin to play Texas. We split this one. I'm going with Longhorns. God You're going with the Wildcats. Yeah, I am. I just can't pick Texas. This is if Texas keeps winning, they're going to be the reason that you beat me this year because I can't pick them. <laughs> I'm just going to keep putting their games on, even like oh, the, so... the lopsided ones like Baylor. <laughs> you son I know, of a bitch! I know you can't pick them. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, I just I think their defense is this is kind of like the true test to see how good they are. Obviously, they they go into play Oklahoma the next week. Um, I don't expect them to win that. Um, so this is kind of just to see kind of where they stand in the Big Twelve. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Washington State at Oregon. This I think was going to be a competitive game before Oregon lost their <laughs> starting quarterback and starting yeah. running back. Yeah. Uh, so I think it was a pretty easy pick, Washington State, because Oregon kind of was heating up. Their offense was starting to click. Yeah, they were looking better. Looking like it had a pulse. Um, but didn't they lose to Arizona State? Yeah, yeah, but then they, I mean, they've done extremely well in all their other games. Yeah. So I don't know whether that was an anomaly or The what. only other competition left for Washington State, or Washington, yeah, Washington State right now is Washington. So until yeah. that happens, right, well, that's it. We both went with Washington State. Uh, staying in the Pac-12, Arizona traveling to Colorado. We actually both went Colorado here. So, <laughs> all right. Finally, they play a bad enough team that you'll you'll pick them. Yeah, all it took was Arizona. <laughs> all right. Uh, staying in the Pac-12 again. Stanford um, traveling to Utah. 
and we both went with Cardinal. I think they're finally starting to to figure out who they are. Uh, but this will be, I mean, Colorado or Utah's a, a respectable opponent. Well, they're undefeated, but have you looked at the teams they've beaten? Yeah, yeah, I've got their schedule up. North Dakota, which is a the, good win. The fighting PCs. Yeah. BYU, San Jose State, and then Arizona. So not a great resume, no, and some of those have been close wins. No, that's a terrible resume. Arizona's one of the worst teams in the conference. BYU is in a garbage down year this year. San Jose State, one of the worst teams in the West Coast. North Dakota, the fighting PCs. Sure, they're good, but they're not even FBS. So I'm not impressed with any of their, their schedule yet. So, hey, if they beat Stanford, I'll be like, hell yeah, they're good. But I don't think they will. Yeah, honestly, I mean, a lot of these games are close. I might Now that I'm kind of looking at this closer, I might put some money on this one. This kind of This line kind of stands out to me. That's what I'm saying. I looked at their schedule. I looked at everything, and I was like, why the fuck are we even talking about Utah right now? They haven't done anything. Interesting. Okay. Um, And then finally, Hawaii at Nevada. Uh, We both went with the Rainbows. Yeah. Nevada Nevada really wants to compete with Charlotte as the worst team in the country. Yeah, agreed. I got to go with Hawaii here. Yeah. Nevada looking at starting (laughs) 0-6. Fuck yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that um, that wraps up this week's games. I think we have, let's see, seven games where we chose differently. Okay. That's not that bad, actually. Yeah. No. Not that's that, not that bad. Okay. Awesome. Um, I guess before we log off, I've got a few Reddit articles. All right. Oh, going back to Reddit here first. That's right. Yeah. Figured it's time. All right. Let's get into it. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Read all about it. All right. This is more of just a news article, but I like to credit Reddit because... <laughs> I uh, found it there, and you see that ABC was broadcasting, or they they were planning on broadcasting the Michigan versus Michigan State game this Saturday, and they were trying to use the the nickname Mean Green as their promo, mm-hmm. but North Texas was not going to have it, so Ooh. they um they told ESPN to stay out of their territory, and oh, ESPN had to had to pull that promo. Back down, bitch. Yeah. What they should have done is been like, no, you can use it if you actually start televising our games. Honestly, yeah, they should have used it as like a as a negotiation tool. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, we know we suck, and you don't ever want to like actually televise our games. If you televise three of our games, even just on like the ESPNU app this year, we'll let you have ESPN, it. Yeah, yeah. So this was the 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 this was from ESPN today. Said, "quote This was an honest oversight, and the spot is being adjusted to remove the Mean Green reference." <laughs> oversight. We have been in touch with leadership at North Texas, and they are appreciative. Oh. Michigan State had no involvement in the creation of the promo spot. Oh my God! Oversight. That means that the leader of the United States for sports forgot that there was a Mean Green mascot in college football. Yeah, but, that's how on, hey, that's how little people forget about UNT. Also, what about uh, Mean Joe Green? Yeah, he should be he should be getting on this too. No one's talking about him. I think maybe okay. So this podcast is the first ones to bring that up. Uh, he sh- yeah, he should jump on for a lawsuit or something. I mean, is he still alive? Uh, that's that's something that part of my take should do. The uh, what's there? Is he alive? Is he still alive or is he yeah. dead yet? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Can... Hold on. Well, let me look it up. Mean. Well, no, I'm not gonna copy. I'm saying they should do it because we can't just copy them. Well, I I need to look it up. I think he's alive. Yeah, okay. I think he's still alive. If it doesn't yeah. say deceased, then he's, he's alive. He's alive, 71. But do you know what college he went to? No. North Texas. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's probably why he's... <laughs> this is all one big conspiracy. It all loops back. 
I don't. Well, I think you just kind of made it. It doesn't really fit. There is at all. no Carol in HR. There is no Carol in HR. Okay, and then finally, my last Reddit here first. This is actually from Reddit. Um, this was just kind of an update on the max diff tiered rankings that we touched on earlier. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like tiers. The the teams and groups or tiers, and it's all dependent on you know that method of of polling where they just compare team against a team and then kind of through deduction they get to a, a ranking okay and so they've got these tiers right now i'm gonna read them out and see if you agree with them so this tier one is the most confidence to make the playoffs and it's only three teams alabama oklahoma or alabama clemson and oklahoma okay uh, and then tier two they title the next team in and this is penn state georgia and washington so they're saying Oklahoma is like a for sure. Yeah, they've got them in the first tier. But why? They're undefeated and they beat Ohio State. Okay, but what about when they lose to TCU and TCU's undefeated? Okay, well I'm gonna get to TCU, but right now Oklahoma's undefeated and they've got to win over a top ten team. Eh, all right, whatever. Keep going. Uh, tier three is titled uh, "Considered Solid Contenders," and this is Ohio State, Washington State. Michigan and TCU. Mm. Okay. And then Wisconsin is in a tier of their own, a tier four, and it's outside shot but still contenders. And that's just Washington. Mm. Or, I mean, uh, not Wisconsin. Okay, run through it one more time real quick. So it goes Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma. Got it. And then Penn State, Georgia, Washington. And then Ohio State, Washington State, Michigan, and TCU. Okay. And then Wisconsin in their own tier. Okay. Say it outside shot, but still contenders. And, and then, then down below, down down below, it's need to beat a contender, and it's S- Oklahoma State and Auburn. That's yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I don't know. the The Oklahoma thing to me just still isn't sure. I don't know what they need to do. I mean, beat TCU. Okay, but they haven't had the chance yet. Like I know. They, they I know. So I can't put them in that for sure list unless they beat TCU. What have they done that? any other or what haven't they done that any other team has i mean they've done everything they, they possibly other than playing close against baylor but they they beat a top 10 team convincingly yeah like they have just enough right to be in the top consideration as as alabama and clemson at this point mm, okay well, if you put the resume if it's if it's a blank resume side by side with with alabama i mean you'd have a decent argument no no. Yeah, you, you put the scores, and then you put the rank against the team. Alabama hasn't played a single – well, they played Florida State, but Florida State's out of the rankings now. All right, we'll see. Um, That's what I'm when they lose to TCU, I want an apology. I'm. They've definitely got a chance to lose to TCU, but as of right now – No, I want an apology. Definitely, you can't just go on speculation. It's like, well, this team might lose to this team in week nine, so I'm going to you know put them down just – because I think they might. So. I absolutely can do that. That's what I'm doing right now. And I want an apology. Not from you, but from uh, this list. Who who made this list? This is Max Diff, and it Max was Diff, by... Yeah. Um, well, no, it's Heath Gregory. Heath Gregory. Okay. So let's have our intern uh, write to him and, you know, just say that I expect an apology when uh, Oklahoma loses to TCU. Awesome. By the way, when that game comes up, uh, I hope to God that's going to be on our picks. Oh, it definitely will be. Because you'll pick up unless Oklahoma, one team right? just tanks. Unless one team just tanks between now and then. Yeah, that's true. But Kenny Trill is uh, too real to tank. So, all right, I think that wraps it up for this episode. 
It does. Indeed, it does. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you later. Awesome. See you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.